Hi, welcome back to the I Love Labs podcast. I'm Sally Seitz, your functional medicine health coach. And I'm going to talk today about what it's like to work with me, what the process is, what I do, why I do what I do. Essentially, what I do as a functional medicine health coach, my particular niche is functional lab analysis. And when I do that, I am going to be analyzing your labs from a functional or optimal range instead of the normal lab ranges that you are typically seeing from most labs, LabCorp, clinical pathology labs, Quest, those lab ranges, the normal lab ranges, they're going to vary by lab. And then they also are going to just be the sort of middle portion or averages of all those a lot of times sick people getting those labs drawn at those labs. And so what's happened over the years is that as the American population has gotten sicker and sicker, those normal lab ranges have gotten sicker and sicker as well. And so they've become less and less relevant to how people are actually feeling and to disease prevention and good health. And so especially after COVID, a lot of patients have been moving to functional medicine because they are wanting to dive deeper into their health and do more to address the root cause of their symptoms and to prevent disease from happening in the first place. And they wanna do that by optimizing their health and not just falling into the normal sick American lab range. How do you find out what is optimal versus normal? I'll give you a little background on how I got started in functional medicine. I used to be an attorney, but I got into functional medicine after I got married and started having kids and my father was diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease. And I read a book called The End of Alzheimer's by Dr. Dale Bredesen. And in that book, he had a table of lab ranges that he recommends they are his optimal lab ranges that he, through his research, has found are the optimal ranges to have if you're trying to prevent dementia and reverse or prevent cognitive decline. And I had never heard of optimal ranges versus the normal ranges that I see in, that we all see in our lab ranges. And I thought, well, this is, I want to be optimal. <laughs> I don't want to be just normal. I started working with a doctor who had been trained by Dr. Bredesen to optimize my lab values. But then I was curious, what about other labs? What about my hormones, my thyroid, other sort of labs? Where should those be? Where are the optimal ranges for those? And so I started doing research and I found there is no one place where optimal ranges for these lab values for good health, disease prevention, are. There's a lot of research. There are a whole lot of doctors writing about this, especially in functional medicine. If you go to PubMed, there are studies after study that you can find, but there is no one centralized location that I have ever found that contains all of these labs, what the optimal ranges are for good health, for really healthy people, for preventing disease versus just the averages of sick people getting those labs at a lab. When I found that didn't exist, I decided to create that table myself. And so I have been continually updating that spreadsheet for the last almost 20 years now. And that is what I use when I analyze my coaching clients' labs. And that is not to say I am not a doctor, I'm not a prescriber, I am a health coach. What I am doing is simply education and helping you be a better advocate for yourself as a patient 
Nothing that I recommend or teach is anything that you couldn't find yourself if you were to do your own research. Uh, but most of my coaching clients have very busy lives and this may not be their interest. This is my passion. I don't have a passion for changing my own oil in my car. And so I pay someone else to do it. And that is why people come to me. They want good health, they want my car to run, but they also are not gonna spend 20 years researching optimal ranges and reading PubMed stories and statistics. They want to just cut to the chase and find out what are the studies showing are the optimal ranges, am I in them, so that I can take this report that I then create to their doctor, to their MD, DO, PA, NP, their prescriber, and have a more educated conversation so that they get more out of their appointment with their primary care providers that they would have before. And look, let's face it, our, our conventional medical system currently, you may only have seven to 10 minutes with your doctor. My job, I consider it to try to make your experience in the medical system more efficient to help you get from point A where you're starting, where you don't feel your best and you've been struggling, to point Z where you feel optimized and feeling like your very best self regardless of how old you are, in a quicker time frame, because many of my coaching clients come to me and they have been suffering for sometimes a decade or longer and not getting help. And it's, we don't have time for that. We have busy lives. We have so much life to live. We have so many gifts to bring to the world. Let's get you optimized and on your way and living your life. And so that is what I do. When I read your labs, I am coming up with a plan based on those optimal ranges. Let's back up and talk about now that we understand the difference between normal and optimal ranges and how I analyze the labs, let's back up a little bit. If you're out there thinking, well, how does this work? I've never worked with a functional medicine health coach before. Typically, patients are reaching out to me either from social media, from the podcast, or really, truly, I think three quarters of my coaching clients are referrals from current coaching clients. They tell their friends, their mother, their sister, um, and then they end up calling me. Um, and once we do that, we will set up your initial appointment and that will be either either 30 minutes usually, or it can be, I've had a couple people request an hour and that's fine. And in that initial appointment, I will get a full medical intake, find out what your medical history is, what your medications and supplements that you're taking, uh, what your health goals are, what are your bothersome symptoms? Are you, you have extreme fatigue, low libido, hair loss, acne, irregular periods, infertility, anxiety, depression, brain fog, right? So many of these things that, especially women, I'm finding when they go to conventional medical providers, they're just not getting help with. They're being told, well, it sounds like you're mentally ill. Let's put you on an SSRI, some Xanax and a sleeping pill. Insomnia is another one that's really common. And they're not feeling great on those. They don't feel like themselves. They feel a little bit dull, like they're just sort of flatlined and they feel foggy. The most common thing that I hear from my coaching clients when I first meet with them is that they don't feel like themselves. And, they, and so they want to find out the root cause so they can treat that and f have it be a more natural process than covering up symptoms with medications that often have other side effects. I think for myself, the SSRIs for a number of years when I was, it really impacted my mood, my libido. 
on my sleep. Same with the birth control pill. And I'm gonna do a whole separate podcast on, on birth control, but that really impacted my sex life, my libido, my personality. It took my testosterone to zero. These things are not nothing. They're is usually some sort of root cause for symptoms. And sometimes it takes a little bit of time to find them, but it, they can be found. And so once we do that first medical intake, and I found out about your sleep, what you're eating, stress levels, what your support system is like, we go into really a full background of your life and, and what it's looking like right now. Um, and based on all of that and your health goals and your symptoms and what you want to accomplish, I say, oh, based on all that and what I'm seeing, I would love to see these labs on you, right? Like a full thyroid panel. Let's check your hormones. Let's check you know, if your fatigue is involved. Let's check a full iron panel. Let's do nutrient deficiencies, right? B12 and D3 inflammatory markers, possibly lipids. And a lot of what I recommend is gonna depend on whether or not you've had labs currently. And a lot of people will have labs that have been done in the last year or so, and we can absolutely use those. The issue comes down to most of the time, what the doctor has ordered is not exactly complete and we can use some of those, but we still need to get a full picture, for example, of the thyroid. When most doctors order a thyroid test, they only order a TSH and it is truly impossible to find out what is going on with the thyroid and how to treat it unless you have a full thyroid panel. Oh, we have the TSH, let's go get free T3, free T4, reverse T3 and the TPO and TG antibodies for Hashimoto's as well, right? They may have gotten hemoglobin and hematocrit in your CBC for anemia, but we don't have a full picture. We haven't gotten a ferritin, we haven't gotten a serum iron, TIBC or percent sap. We need a full iron panel to find out because look, things like iron you don't wanna overdose on. So we really need a full picture to see is your ferritin elevated because you have inflammation or is it but you are still anemic, but there are all kinds of, we wanna look at the full picture. You don't wanna take iron without knowing that you need it because too much can be a problem. Once we have the full picture, I'll say we already have these labs that you've got from the last year, we can use those. Here are the other ones we'd like to request from your provider. I'll send you an email with that list. I also, in that email, I'll send you a very helpful list of instructions for getting your labs done and how to get the best results. For example, if you're getting your thyroid labs done, we want to stay off of biotin for probably at least three or four days, maybe up to five days. Biotin can interfere with the processing of thyroid labs and we don't want that. We don't want your thyroid function to look normal when it's actually not and it's contributing to your weight loss resistance, right? We want to find out how it's actually functioning. For morning cortisol, we want that to get tested from between seven and eight in the morning for accuracy there. Just different tips and tricks in that. I will also provide the links for setting up your own patient portal with several popular common labs. A lot of patients don't know that they have the right to do that, but they can set up their own patient portal with the lab directly. They don't have to wait for their provider to post their lab results on their doctor's patient portal, which is often in a very, difficult to read format. You're having to click on each result individually, and it's very difficult to share with other providers like me. When you have your own portal with the lab itself, 
you can click on your results and you will have it in one PDF form with all the results in one report that is easy to share with others. And often you'll get the results back sooner than your doctor is able to post them. And that's nice. You have a you have the right to that information. It is your information for your medical records. And once you have that portal, if you have any previous lab results with that lab, they will all be there too. So you have a nice record of everything all together. And it's very empowering to have that. Once we have the new labs ordered, and as an aside, I get a lot of patients who ask, well, what if I ask my doctor for, to run these extra labs and they say no? I will say two things about that. First of all, thankfully, most doctors don't say no. They say yes. And that's wonderful because I think that most doctors really just want to help their patients feel better. And running lab tests is as close to do no harm as I can think of. And any good doctor is going to be open to lab testing that you have requested because they want more information about their patients so they can treat you better, right? And the vast majority of patients I'm not seeing push back. They say, Let's, that sounds great. Let's add those labs, no problem. If you're willing to get them, you know, they may or may not be covered by insurance and you know that and you're saying, that's fine. This is still my choice. I would like to have these labs. I want this information for myself. I'm working on my health and I, I want to have this information. Vast majority of doctors and providers don't have a problem ordering the new labs. Occasionally, I will have a coaching client come back and say, my doctor's saying I don't need these or they're refusing to order these. I say, then we, we just work with it. And we say, which of these labs are you willing to order? So try to get them to order as many as possible. And then the ones they refuse to order, you can order them yourself. And you may have heard about online, like any lab test now where you can order them yourself. I have uh, some links that I can send you to low cost lab, uh, lab orders that you can order them yourself. Ones that if you're getting pushback and you still want to order these or you're not ready to find a new doctor yet because that's obviously the next step if, you, if you're working with someone who's really not supportive of your health goals and, and giving you a lot of pushback on ordering labs. But ask them to order as many as they are willing to order and then the rest will just order them outside of that on your own and that we can do. Once we get those lab tests back, you're going to download them and send them to me for analysis. And that takes me probably at least about six hours of work to do. And I create a 15 page report for you that is personalized to you and your lab results based on your results, comparing them to the optimal ranges. And then also going back and saying, what is, what's not optimal and how is that connecting back to the symptoms you were telling me about, right? The fatigue, the weight gain, the hair loss, the low libido, what could be the root cause or causes of these symptoms you're having. And based on the results that I'm seeing, I will put in, in sort of in order, for example, if you came to me and you said, I don't know what's going on. I have gained 50 pounds in the last year. I have done nothing different. I am 50 years old and I exercise every day and I eat really well and I barely drink. And I've just, I'm not doing anything different. And I've put on all this weight. I don't know what's going on. So I'm saying there are a lot of reasons for weight loss resistance and sudden weight gain. Let's figure out what it is. If I get your labs back and it looks like, oh my goodness, wow, your fasting insulin is super high. So insulin resistance is one huge cause of your, of your weight loss resistance. But also I'm seeing that it looks like we've tested your hormones because you were having trouble sleeping and your libido was low. Looks like your testosterone's super low, your progesterone's low, which 
progesterone raises metabolism, so if that gets low in perimenopause or menopause, that can lower metabolism. Estrogen is low, that can change your metabolism and your ability to regulate blood sugar and your insulin sensitivity. But look also over here, your thyroid function is suboptimal. We have sort of three different areas that you can now go talk to your doctor about and say, I would like to start working on these areas. I would like to perhaps start on semaglutide or terzepatide for my insulin resistance because I, based on my labs, I think that's going to be a good fit for helping me lose weight. But also, I might like to start trying some bioidentical hormone replacement. And maybe you do all these things at once and, and some thyroid hormone replacement. And some patients decide to do all these things at once and some say, you know what, I wanna do one thing at a time. I wanna see what's causing what. And that makes a lot of sense, right? In, when I was on my own health journey, I did everything at once because I was just very impatient and it had been so long that I hadn't been feeling good that I just wanted to do everything at once. My hair was falling out and it was driving me crazy. But everyone's different. and. There are some benefits to doing things one at a time. For example, if you cannot lose weight and you decide to, and you see that your labs, in your labs, that you are in perimenopause or menopause and you start replacing hormones and you see that you've got some insulin resistance here, if you decide, I don't want to start semaglutide or trisepatide yet, I'd like to start replacing hormones and maybe a little thyroid hormone and see how that might help my insulin sensitivity and help me lose weight. And maybe I won't need the semaglutide or trisepatide. That maybe just replacing the hormones and adding some thyroid hormone will bring my insulin sensitivity back to what it was in my younger years. And that will solve the problem in and of itself. There's so many ways to do it. And we could talk about that, right? So that when you go show up at your provider's office, you are well-educated and you can ask the right questions and you can make a plan with your doctor that sounds right to you. Because look, when it comes to optimizing health and preventing disease, this is an anti-aging, especially hormone replacement, thyroid hormone replacement, weight loss. Much of this is, is personal and it should be shared decision-making between the patient and your provider. What are your goals? How quickly do you want to move? This isn't like a broken bone, right? Where you're gonna go and get it set and there's one way to do this, right? There are many ways to optimize health from a functional medicine standpoint and you should be listened to and how you wanna approach the process is important. What I do in the report is lay out sort of all your options and then it's up to you to decide how you want to move forward. For some patients, for most of them, their first choice is to continue to work with their conventional medical doctor because their insurance is paying for it, but get, a, get better care through them. Have them treat their thyroid properly to optimize it, allow them to try bioidentical hormone replacement, possibly terzepatide or semaglutide for weight loss. But if their conventional medical doctor is not up to date on those areas, is not educated in those areas, and or is not willing to help, then, then it is time often to find a new provider. And that is something else I help with. I have a, an ongoing list that I've been keeping for years of recommended providers. A lot of them are in, are in the Austin, Texas area because that is where I practice. But some are telemedicine. My list comes from recommendations from my own coaching clients and the feedback that I have received from them saying, yes, this provider was helpful. Yes, they were willing to prescribe 
a medication, a thyroid medication with T3 in it. Yes, they were willing to prescribe a generic estradiol patch, oral micronized progesterone, compounded testosterone cream or injectable testosterone. Yes, they were willing to do that. They weren't just offering me one option or saying old information that hormones cause cancer. They were up to date. Then I will put them on the list and then I will pass that on so I can help you find a provider who is a good fit for you and your health goals who will help you through this journey. And then the last thing I do is if you do want to stay with your current practitioner, I have a draft letter at the very end of your report that I say, based on these attached labs, I would like to try a trial of these medications. For example, armor thyroid, bioidentical hormone replacement, and maybe a continuous glucose monitor. These are just some examples of the, these are prescription medications that you would talk to your doctor about. And if you wanted to cut and paste something like that, then, and if you had seen your doctor recently, sometimes they will just call those in for you based on the labs and that they have seen you recently. And they know these are, this is a safe protocol and they, have and they want to have continuity of care with you so they want to keep up that relationship and it looks like a reasonable thing for you to do sometimes you might have to go in for an appointment to see them if you haven't seen them in a while but at least gives you the language of how to request those those prescriptions and even gives the names of the medications and the approximate starting dosage that is the most common that i've seen in that I do that not because I am a doctor or, or a prescriber myself, but simply because in my years of coaching practice, I found that not every doctor is, is familiar with bioidentical hormone replacement, names of the medications that are used, the dosages, and but there are a lot who are willing to learn. They're, they're not familiar with thyroid hormone replacement, but they have the report in front of them and it says, you know, thyroid 30 milligrams, they're saying, well, let me look that up. That's at least a place for me to start. Oh, it looks like that is, that probably would be a good dosage to start, or maybe I'd rather start at this dose, or maybe a little higher, maybe a little lower. Fine, but at least it's it's some place to start. And and it's also a great way to find out if your doctor is open to learning, because uh, I think that's such a green flag. And then you can hang on to them. And that I think is always the first, that's always the first choice, right? If you've been seeing someone for a long time, they have your history, that is always the best choice if we can. Now, that does that is not to say that is always the case. Sometimes you're just bumping up against someone who is very deeply entrenched in the conventional medical system. Unfortunately, it takes about 17 years for the results of new studies to make it into doctor's offices and actually change the standard of care. If you are finding that your doctor is not open to even trying some of these things like bioidentical hormone replacement, thyroid hormone replacement, maybe time to find somebody new. Once we get your report back, we're going to meet for an hour to discuss it and go over it because it's 15 pages. It's going to go in order of importance, right? If we're going back to the weight loss resistant example again, based on hormones and insulin resistance and blood sugar and thyroid and nutrient deficiencies and inflammatory markers, underlying infections, based on all of this, I'm seeing it looks like insulin resistance is probably your number one reason for your weight loss resistance. I'll list that first. And then we'll talk about underneath that diet and lifestyle, things that can be done to help reverse that, but also supplements, which I, I don't sell, but I will provide links if you choose to explore trying some of those supplements. And then finally, prescriptions to ask your doctor about that could help some glutide, trisepatide, metformin, things like that. And then maybe the second one I'm thinking is the bioidentical hormone replacement. Same thing. Under each category, it's going to say diet and lifestyle to improve these symptoms, 
possible supplements you might want to try, and then prescriptions to ask your doctor about. And at the very end, I'm going to have a little summary of all the diet and lifestyle recommendations together, and then another summary of all of the supplement recommendations together. And the reason I do this is because for me, I want to know if I'm taking supplements. I want to know when I'm going to take them and how I'm going to take them. The, the very end, the supplement summary has your morning supplements, how many you take, on an empty stomach or not, but it's gonna be afternoon supplements that you're gonna be taking with food, and then it's gonna be your evening supplements. Um, and then after that, you might have an as needed. So if, if, if it looks like you're needing iron, that you're taking that every other day, or maybe you're only taking it once a week. So that might be more an occasional. <clears throat> and then the last two pages are the provider recommendations that I just talked about. Once we've reviewed the results, we have a very frank discussion about how you want to move forward and everyone is different. And as your health coach, I am not here to tell you what to do. I'm here to be your advocate and help educate you and help you be your best advocate in the doctor's office so that when you go to your doctor or your provider, or when you're interviewing new providers and trying to find one who will support you, that you get the best results that you want. And so, like I said earlier, some people may want to be addressing everything all at once. Some may want help finding a new doctor first. Some may decide they want to try to continue with their current doctor and ask them. And so there is a certain amount of follow-ups. We'll have two 30-minute follow-ups after that. I would say most of my coaching clients use those 30-minute follow-ups in as just 60 minutes to be used over however many months in follow-ups typically as texts or quick calls when they have questions. They're in their doctor's office, what was that supplement you asked me about? Or my doctor, they're saying they only do this bioidentical hormone replacement. What was the one that you recommended that was generic and cheaper and FDA approved and that was also bioidentical? Little, quick little things like that, I think is the most typical way that the, my coaching clients are using the follow-up period. <clears throat> but we're, we're in constant contact and, and support. And then, uh, really what I love to see is the next six, three to six months as patients get on the diet and lifestyle that is going to help them because it's, the diet and lifestyle recommendations are personalized to each of my coaching clients. Not everyone has the same ones as they incorporate the recommended supplements if they choose to do that. As they start to incorporate the bioidentical hormone replacement or the thyroid hormone replacement. And as an aside, when I'm recommending prescription medications to discuss with your provider, typically I am not recommending Band-Aid prescription medications like steroids or antidepressants, anti-anxiety medications, Ambien. The prescriptions I tend to be recommending are what I consider to be non-Band-Aid prescriptions. And that's going to be something like a prescription glucose monitor, right? A continuous glucose monitor that you wear on your arm, that gives you data about your ability to process sugar and what you're eating and how you're sleeping and how what stress, because stress and sleep also affect blood sugar, that can help you make better choices throughout the day, whether it's what you're eating, how much sleep you're getting, when you're going to sleep, stress levels, but also your bioidentical hormone replacement, which is simply giving the body back what it had, but it no longer can make because we are however old we are. The fact is we live a lot longer now than we did 100 years ago. We might be dead by now, I probably would be. And um, without our hormones, we will not 
we just simply will not live as well. Our risk of cardiovascular disease, dementia, osteoporosis, urogenital tract issues, UTIs, pain during intercourse, all of that significantly goes up without our hormones. And yes, while menopause and perimenopause are natural and andropause are natural processes, Cancer is a natural process. We treat that. When I, when I consider giving the body back the same molecule that our bodies would normally make, I don't see that as a band-aid so much as supporting the body's natural function. And, it, I, and I believe the same thing about bioidentical hormone replacement for the thyroid. We're giving our body back the exact molecules that our body would normally make, but it is not due to age or other issues. And so there are a couple that I will recommend occasionally. There's one for for Hashimoto's disease and lowering those autoantibodies called low-dose naltrexone that is often very helpful. But for the most part, I'm looking at trying to support the body more naturally, and that is typically what most of my coaching clients are looking for. Um, that is what it looks like to work with me. And I, I think if you've never worked with a health coach before or a functional medicine health coach, you may, you probably have thought, well, I didn't know the health coaches analyze labs. And that's, and that's true. I, I don't know actually any other health coach besides me that analyzes labs. I'm sure there are out there. I just, I don't know of them. We all specialize in different things, but why me? Why would I specialize in, in analyzing labs? And if I'm not a doctor, why wouldn't I just let the doctors do that? And I don't know about you, but my experience in my own personal health journey was that the doctors weren't doing that. I often, almost every time I get labs done, I wouldn't hear anything back, good, bad, or if there was an appointment to review them, it would be short, everything looks normal. And I think a lot of my coaching clients have had that same experience. And there's no attempt to explain well, why do I still feel like garbage? Why I can't sleep, I'm gaining weight, my libido's gone, how? how am I normal? It must all be in your head then. And then they go down the road of prescribing antidepressants, anti-anxiety medications, sleeping pills. And a lot of my coaching clients are just not willing to go down that road anymore. And they have learned enough about functional medicine and optimal ranges to learn that they, that is the path that they would prefer to take. But conventional medical providers are not helping them get there. When no one was helping me analyze my own labs and I saw that my TSH was a six and I was being told that I was normal even though all my hair was falling out and I was exhausted and I was bloated after every single meal and my libido was gone when I was on the birth control pill and I was copper toxic, no one was helping me with that. No one was saying, you know what, let's test your copper and your zinc since you're on the pill. Let's you know what? A TSH of six is pretty darn high. I don't know how you're even getting out of bed in the morning. Nobody was saying that. I had to do my, all of my own research and then find a doctor who would help me and insist on it. And so this is the experience of a lot of people in our conventional medical system. And it's not doctor's fault. It's the way our system is set up. They are paid by insurance. They have only a very small amount of time with us. They are trained in the normal ranges, not in optimal ranges and they just don't have the time to go through an in-depth lab analysis with up-to-date information about what are the optimal ranges for good health and disease prevention. And that's what I do for a living is I continually update my own huge spreadsheet of lab ranges with the research, with the latest books that I'm reading, with the latest articles I've read from PubMed, what are the optimal ranges for these labs and so that I can help you figure out what could be the root cause 
of your weight loss resistance, your low libido, your mood issues, your insomnia, hair loss, acne, infertility, that you can then go and ask your doctor about and be more specific and advocate for yourself and say, I would like more labs. I would like these labs done. I got these labs done and I know you couldn't analyze them from an optimal standpoint, but Sally did. Based on these, I would like to try these medications and you, because often you have to be more assertive to get what you need. And then sometimes if they give pushback, you'd say, how about just a three month trial? And then you get, if you can just get that and you start to feel better and you redo your labs and you show them, look, I feel better. My labs are better. One of the really, really common things is getting someone's thyroid optimized and all of a sudden their cholesterol normalizes. And this is especially important for men who are thinking about going on statins, which can double the risk of diabetes, which can increase muscle aches and pains. They lower testosterone quite a bit. Just normalizing and optimizing thyroid hormones can often affect cholesterol in a super positive way. It's actually really common, something you can look up. And doctors, once they learn that, then they can start to be your advocate. But sometimes we just have to get their foot in the door. And he said, it's always first choice to keep your own doctor if you can, because they know you and they have the history with you. What you're looking for is somebody who's just willing to learn and willing to help you and willing to try something out. And of course, you're going to need follow-up labs and they're going to want to track you and that's fine and that's normal. And you want to see what's working and you want to pay attention to your symptoms as you go. But that's, we're just trying to get there faster. And that's what I do and that's why I do it. I hope that helps. If you want to get in touch with me, I'm at sallydollsykes at gmail.com, S-A-L-L-Y-D-A-H-L-S-Y-K-E-S at gmail.com. And the same handle on Instagram. Hope everybody has a happy new year. Bye.